Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. One of the top penalty killers for the Carolina Hurricanes. Big reason why that unit is ranked third and now has gone nine for nine on the kill here on the road so far. D'Angelo with a great pass to Smith. And Johnny scores! Brendan Smith in the lineup. And his second goal for the Carolina Hurricanes. A big one from the blue line with traffic out front. And Carolina's got a one nothing lead late in the first. Oh. gets a stick to it, still has it. Now he'll feather it to Ajo. Ajo, Trocek spins out in front. His shot and Grubauer gets a pad to it. Two seconds left in the power play. Now it's Fetchnikov, his shot just wide. Five on five aside, and Teravainen's shot is going to be deflected out of play. The Canes did everything but score on that power play. And that's why we're tied at one. Svechnikov trying to step around Vince Dunn. He's got a shoulder for Dunn. Now Dunn and Svechnikov are getting into it. Svechnikov dropped the gloves against Vince Dunn. Svechnikov with 3-4 rights. And the linesman get in. And when the linesman get in, Dunn starts to throw punches. And these two players, halfway through the third period, have gotten their benches fired up. Not exactly what you want to see from Andre Svechnikov, though. Oh, no, I don't mind it at all. I just hope that they call coincidentals here. I can assure you that with his training in Russia, that Andrei Spetsnikov has been waiting for this moment. He's played a good hockey game. Off they go. He's worked on his boxing. I can assure you of that. You don't want to see him get hurt, but you don't mind any bit of this. Slavin plays it to the outside. Johansson out of the corner. He'll dance a bit, circle the track, hold on to it. Why didn't he stop? This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Do we have a lot to discuss tonight? You know, you can't go 78-3-1 without first going 14-3-1. Hurricanes fall in Seattle, 2-1, a regulation loss to the Seattle Kraken. I know everybody's mad about it. Um, I'm going to say this very quickly. That is a professional hockey team that should have been better than they are in terms of their record. Philip Grubauer had a very rough start. Philip Grubauer has now played two great games in a row. The man was a Vezina Trophy finalist last year. A few people can't figure that out. I got no help for you. None. I'm not saying Seattle's a great team, not even saying they're they're a playoff team. But if you think that anybody can't lose to them, you are stupid. Excuse me, I'm not getting choked up. Just had a frog in my throat. Two nights ago, three nights ago, the Washington Capitals got pounded by them. 5-2. What makes you think that the Hurricanes can't lose that game? And by the way, the Hurricanes outplayed Seattle tonight. But maybe you didn't realize that either. Hey, I don't mean this to be combative. Combative, not on a Thanksgiving. 
Um, but there's a lot of angry people out there, and I think everybody's mad at the wrong things. So let's discuss the things that we should be mad at and eliminate the things that we shouldn't be mad at, okay? Is that fair? Is that a deal? All right. Now I can tell you that the Canes Corner Podcast is brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, for instance, if you have drafty windows, you need new windows, AluminumCompany.com. They've got thousands of window options, probably not thousands, but dozens of window options for you. Uh, so uh, go check them out online for a free no-obligation estimate, aluminumcompany.com. All right, let's, get, uh, let's dive right into it, because there, there are really four topics today other than uh, the Hurricanes were better than the Seattle Kraken tonight. They were better and deserved to get something better than zero points. But ultimately, the third period came down to, I believe, two mistakes, and we will, t- we will discuss those. And one led to directly to a goal, and the other pretty much ended the momentum that you had built over the first 10 minutes of the period when Carolina was utterly dominant, even though they didn't score. So we'll talk about those as well. But I think there are four topics. Um, So let's deal with these in the order that I listed them. If you are of the mind that 11 minutes and 5 seconds of Jordan Martinook playing with Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis is the reason why Carolina lost this game, I can't help you. Because if you want to point to two scoring chances, granted, they were great that Jordan Martinook did not cash in, I want that same energy when Tevo Teravainen fumbles the puck when he has a goal and an empty cage on his stick. It was, a, I forget who made the pass to him, but it was right, it was below the faceoff circle, and Grubauer was on the other side of the net, and all Teravainen has to do is catch it and wheel and fire, and it's a goal. And in soccer, they call that a bad first touch, but that's what it was. It was a bad first touch. Now, Grubauer, about 10 seconds later, stoned him on a shot. He also missed the net wide on another. Andrei Svechnikov had a great A chance, threw it, uh, shot it right into the, the, the pads of Grubauer. Sebastian Ajo had chances tonight. Didn't, uh, he didn't score. Passed up an opportunity shorthanded right before Jared McCann scored a goal. It was a two-on-one, and Ajo was trying to pass the puck across. I think it was to Stephen Lawrence. I think we would all rather Sebastian Ajo shoot the puck than Stephen Lawrence shoot the puck, right? Can we all agree on that? Uh, but he chose to make a pass. never got through. Puck went the other way. 15 seconds later, Jared McCann makes it 1-1. Jordan Stahl also had a chance to score shorthanded on that power play, that Seattle power play. Um, there were tons of opportunities for Carolina to score goals tonight. Tons of opportunities to score goals tonight. Uh, Carolina led in every statistical category. I mean, everyone. How about these numbers in the last two periods? Shot attempts. Last two periods. And I would even, uh, if, if I could pare it down even further, 
Because I think the second half of the second period was really where Carolina started to dominate the game. 51-27 shot attempts. 27-15 shots on goal. 18-10 scoring chances. 13-5 high danger scoring chances, according to Natural Stat Trick. And there were just tons of opportunities for Carolina to score goals. Tons. Didn't do it. Svechnikov had a great pass to Ajo in front for a deflection. And Seabass just deflected it high. I mean... Open goal. If if it's on net, it's a goal. But it wasn't. It was over the top of the bar. Easy. No, is I'm, I'm sorry. Is anybody blaming Sebastian Ajo for tonight? Oh, no. We're only going to blame Jordan Martin because that's easy because you don't like the line combinations. Look, I ain't sitting here telling you I love Jordan Martin on the top line. But I get it. Seattle plays a pretty hard game, pretty heavy game. They did tonight. I don't know. I, again, I assume people watched. And I think Rod wanted an an element of physicality on every line. I'm not surprised. Same, by the way, Carolina should have won the game. And then none of you would have been able to complain about Jordan Martinuk on the top line. But you don't like it. I don't blame you for not liking it. But if you think it cost them the game, I don't know what to tell you because you're flat wrong. So, again, he he played 11 minutes and 5 seconds. About 10 and a half minutes at even strength. Three minutes less at even strength than Sebastian Ajo did. And Seth Jarvis. I mean, come on. Uh, all right, now let's get to, uh, let's get to the second of the two mistakes. And we're going to let you hear the one and only John Forsland, because at the very beginning, here's how it ended. Slavin plays it to the outside. Johansson out of the corner. He'll dance a bit, circle the track, hold on to it. Why didn't he stop? All right, you notice that Marcus Johansson doesn't play for Carolina, right? So for the second straight game, a Jacob Slavin turnover leads to the game-winning goal. Actually, not the game-winning goal because the Carolina lost in uh, overtime to uh, San Jose. It wasn't a Slavin turnover. And frankly, now I'm, I'm drawing a blank. It might not have even been uh, in the San Jose game. might have been the LA Kings game. But Slavin turned the puck over right to jo- ra- ra- Marcus Johansson and... It becomes a goal, unassisted goal for Johansson. By the way, for, for those people who remember, Johansson was one of those third-line players for the Bruins in the 2019 playoffs that really hurt Carolina in that Eastern Conference final series against the Bruins. Johansson was a midseason pickup for them uh, and was great in that series. Third lines are always key, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, third lines are always key, and that's what hurt Carolina a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Uh, and uh, Johansson hurt them tonight uh, after the Slavin giveaway. Strangely enough, he was not credited with a giveaway. I don't understand, but uh, that's fine. Maybe Jacob Slavin got a reputation for not giving the puck away, although you would think he would get a reputation for not going to the penalty box because that was a trash penalty in the first period. Um, and, and it 
cost Carolina because Seattle scored on that power play. Seattle was one for three on the power play tonight. Uh, they now have power play goals, I think, in five straight games. They came in five out of ten, so they're now, if my math is correct, six out of 13 in their last five games. Uh, but Slavin did nothing wrong, still went to the box. Carolina had two shorthanded scoring chances on that power play. Did I get this right? I'm, I think I had this right. Trocek took the first penalty, and they didn't score on that one. Uh, Slavin took the second penalty, which wasn't a penalty. The Trocek one was. Uh, and they got uh, two shorthanded chances, didn't score on either, and then Jared McCann makes it 1-1. Uh, but that Slavin giveaway was, that was a killer. Late in the game, can't do that. He knows it. I'm sure he's wearing it in the locker room because Jacob Slavin's an accountable player uh, and a leader. So that was the that was just a bad giveaway. Um, but I don't see anybody on Twitter slamming Jacob Slavin. Huh. Hmm. Wouldn't want to do that. So that's part two. And, uh, and here's part three. Svechnikov. Trying to step around Vince Dunn. He's got a shoulder for Dunn. Now Dunn and Svechnikov are getting into it. Svechnikov dropped the gloves against Vince Dunn. Svechnikov with three, four rights. And the linesmen get in. And when the linesmen get in, Dunn starts to throw punches. And these two players, halfway through the third period, have gotten their benches fired up. Not exactly what you want to see from Andre Svechnikov, though. Oh, no, I don't mind it at all. I just hope that they call coincidentals here. I can assure you that with his training in Russia, that Andrei Spetsnikov has been waiting for this moment. He's played a good hockey game. Off they go. He's worked on his boxing. I can assure you of that. You don't want to see him get hurt, but you don't mind any bit of this. Uh, Mike Maniscalco is right. I love Trip Tracy, but I disagree. Can't, could not disagree more. First of all, I guess they could have just called it coincidental fighting, and that's it. And we just play on five on five. They could have done that. Um, but I actually think they called it right, and I will explain why in a second. Mike had the call right. Svechnikov shouldered done first. Was there an elbow back? Yes. We can even call both inadvertent, maybe unaccidental, un- un- accidental contact. But there is no question that Svechnikov caught done by surprise by starting the fight. It was, we were three punches in from Andre before Dunn's gloves came off. So, I'm kind of okay with the extra, extra minor going to Svechnikov. Now, they called it roughing, so I'm not sure uh, what that means. But then again, they called... Trocek hooking when it uh, was what they called one penalty hooking. That was definitely a trip. (laughs) So I don't know. I really don't know um, what they, what they called or why they called. Uh, But again, I would have been fine with just five minutes for each, but that isn't even the big deal to me. By the way, Seattle didn't even score in that power play. It ain't a big deal to me. Here's the big deal to me. There were 10 minutes left in the freaking game, and Andrei Svechnikov had to watch seven of them. And it wasn't like Svechnikov wasn't playing well. He was a good player tonight. He had four shots on goal. He had four other shot attempts. He had three hits. He should have had an assist if Ajo's deflection finds the back of the net. He was a good player tonight, and he's lost for your 
for your team for seven minutes. How is that good? In a 1-1 hockey game, it's just not good. We can't justify this. We can't just say, well, that's okay. You like to see it. No. You know, in the first period, I can live with it. But I can't live with it in a 1-1 hockey game in the third period. I can't. And I promise you the head coach can't either. Seven minutes you lost Andre for. I just, I don't see how anybody justifies that. Now it's 11 games without a goal for Svechnikov. Again, he's played well. I have no problem with Andre. Zero problem with Andre. Except for that penalty. 11 games without a goal for him. 11 games without a goal for Jordan Stahl. 11, uh, seven ga- no, eight games without a goal for Jesper Foss. So that, that line has now gone 30 games combined without a goal. Vincent Trocek, one goal in eight games. Tavo Teravine and no goals in seven. Nino Niederreiter, no goals in his last six games. Power play, by the way, was very good tonight without scoring. Very good tonight without scoring. How about the pass from Tony D'Angelo to Brendan Smith to set up the first goal? That was just brilliant. Tony's played very well. I thought Tony played well tonight. Um... And I know there are a lot of you that still don't want to believe that Tony D'Angelo can be a good teammate and that the players really like him and he gets along with everybody because he has a past, and I get it. Uh, and he um, he behaved his way, or actually I should say he misbehaved his way out of New York and a pretty lucrative contract up there, and he's playing on a million-dollar deal here. I get all that. But the bottom line is he is a well-liked player. He is a great teammate. And he is helping make Carolina a better team. And this has nothing to do with Dougie Hamilton, but that is just the truth about Tony D'Angelo. Uh, and again, Carolina played well tonight. I'm not, I, I am not upset with the way they played, except for a couple of mistakes. Not upset at all. We just need to be upset at the right things. We need to be upset that Andrei Svechnikov was missing for seven of the last 10 minutes. 70% of the last 10 minutes of the game in a 1-1 game on the road, number 37 was unavailable. And Jacob Slavin, for the second time in maybe three games, gave the puck away for a goal. These are the things that we should be upset about. Not that Jordan Martinuk played in the top line. We shouldn't be upset about it. But, I, you know, if you are, and you want to call me bad names, it's... Uh, I'll go Baker Mayfield on you. I don't care. I don't. I just don't care. Uh, my my job my job is to analyze and decipher what we saw on the ice. And if we made a long list of reasons why the Hurricanes lost, Jordan Martinuk playing with Aho and Seth Jarvis ain't on it. Or it, if it is, it's way down the list. And again, I'm not even arguing that he should be on the on the top line. I'm not. And now, very quickly, before we get to uh, Alec Campbell. There was a time where the Hurricanes were an elite offensive team. And they really are an elite offensive team. What they're doing, what, what they're going through right now, and this is the seventh time in their last 11 games, they scored, they scored two or fewer goals. It's hard to win a lot of games when you only score two. Seven of their last 11, and they've won a lot of these. Seven of their last 11, two or fewer. And remember back in the beginning of the year 
when the puck was bouncing great for them and they were getting shots off opponents' legs and a pass would hit somebody's skate and come back to the passer who had a wide-open shot. Remember all of those things? Yeah, see, they're not happening right now. And when those things happen, you look like a better offensive team than you are. Now, I think Carolina is about a three to three-and-a-half goal-per-game team which if you do that on a regular basis, you're going to win a ton of games, which I believe they will. But right now, they're less than that because they're not getting some of those breaks. And yet, they're still in these games because they're good. So, they've got guys who have not scored in a while. Svechnikov hasn't scored in November. Stahl hasn't scored in November. Actually, one of those 11 games was the last game in October. But you understand what I'm saying. So they're just not getting, you know, bounces to go their way. You know, they played well in San Jose. They didn't play well the last 10 minutes or overtime. Um, And I talked to Rod Brindamore about that today. Uh, and because c- to me, it looked like they were a little bit of a tired team. I don't think they look tired tonight. I think they were the better team tonight. I don't think they were better than San Jose. I thought Carolina was good. I thought San Jose was just better. Tonight, Carolina was better than Seattle. They just didn't win the game because Carolina ran into, again, Philip Grubauer was outstanding. Carolina missed some opportunities that they should have converted. And the Svechnikov fighting major stopped momentum. At that point, Carolina had a 8-1 edge in shots in the period. Why would you want to do anything to stop momentum there? Just silly. Um... And while I think Carolina was still the better team the rest of the way, they weren't as good as they were in the first part of the period at all. I just don't see it. I just These are the reasons why we should be mad, again, not at Jordan Martin playing top line. (laughs) Just come on. Come on, people. You you, you all should be better than that. Um, So now Carolina has to fly back on Thanksgiving. They'll fly to Philadelphia. They'll play the Flyers, who are going through their own issues. And Carolina owes Philly one. Remember the game in uh, Raleigh at PNC Arena. Carolina was way better than Philadelphia and lost the game. Remember that? And then the, the next night, uh, they played St. Louis and got a win. Uh, but they were much better against Philadelphia than they were against the Blues. They just lost the game to the Flyers. It was just one of those games like, yeah, should have won. Had a, uh, had a, didn't play a great third period. Uh, had a one-goal lead, just could not score. That was a game they lost to Carter Hart. So let's not lose to Carter Hart and end the road trip on a positive. Carolina's still got seven points out of the first five games on this road trip. I think at the beginning, I think we'd all have accepted seven points out of the West Coast. They got the first six, got one out of San Jose and left, left Seattle with nothing. So now go to Philadelphia, win that. And then come home and feel good about yourself. But the same effort is a winning effort. Minus the last mistake and the fight. 
So let's not do that anymore, huh? My man, Alec Campbell, Stormwatch, Aftermath, Intermissions. My friend, noon to three, Monday through Friday. By the way, uh, I'm jealous you got a chance to talk to not only Chip Patterson today, but Michael Felder (laughs) and Ken Danico. So I have to check out the best of, although you didn't put Felder in the best of. I'm kind of mad. You should have put all three in the best of. Well, you know, I wasn't producing today, so I didn't make the call. That was Dennis. Oh, man. I absolved myself of responsibility there. Uh, all right, so let's 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 get to this. First of all, there are four there are four things that I think are worth talking about. So let's uh, should we start with the juicy one first? Yeah, I guess get it out of the way. All right. Frankly, I'm tired of my own take on this. <laughs> so you knew where I was going. Um, yeah, it it's a one-one hockey game. Mm-hmm. The Hurricanes are kicking Seattle's ass up and down Climate Pledge Arena. Mm-hmm. And Andrei Svechnikov is frustrated for whatever reason and decides to fight Vince Dunn. And I don't even care if he won the fight. It pissed me off that anybody uh, on Twitter was like, Andre won, Andre won. Who cares if Andre won? 70% of the remainder of the game, Andre was unavailable for. I could not. Yeah. I, I, I just, I can't accept that as good. The, the, the lamest thing in the world to me is caring who won a hockey fight. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, I, I can't think of anything lamer. I mean, if people are so interested in watching a fight, then just go watch the MMA where it counts. Where, like, you get something for it. Because in hockey, you don't get anything for it. The only thing you get for it is an injury or a penalty. That's it. There's really no redeeming quality to it in terms of how it helps you. It doesn't help you. So... It's it's a monumentally stupid thing to do, particularly in that scenario. You know what do we what do we hear from players and coaches all the time? We got to control the things that we can control. Anything that's out of our control, we can't we can't worry about. And Andre, who let's be let's be honest about this too, because Andre has a propensity, not just for fighting, but for taking dumb penalties in bad moments. Yes. I mean, he has a, there is a lack of discipline in Andre's game. It has been there since the time he got in the league. There are parts of it that you are are glad that he has that gene in him in the sense that, you know, from the time that he was a rookie, he was fearless. He was fearless it was almost like he didn't even fully understand who he was going up against, that he just, you know, went at people. The, you know, the physical nature with which he plays the game, the tenacity with which he plays the game, you know, all those things kind of work in his advantage a lot of times. But he has not necessarily grown out of those things here in now, what, year four or whatever it is? And you just got to know that 
in that scenario, particularly when you're one of the best players going in the evening, too, yep. <laughs> that you can't you can't give your team a worse chance to win. You know, that's the thing is that the point isn't that they might not have won anyway. The point is you got to give yourself the best chance to win. And when you take yourself off the ice for nearly half of the last period in which the game is tied, best chance to win. So I don't know what else to say about it, man, because it's, it's just, it, you know, this is, I, I've said much, like I wrote a column on this years ago at WRALsportsfan.com after the OV fetch thing that happened. I mean, feel like everybody should just go read that if they're interested because I just don't buy any of the reasons for doing it. It's like they only do it because it's been an ingrained part of the game for so long. Like, and in that moment, I mean, he, he just, I'm not even sure it was a fair fight. So all these dudes like talking about Andre one, Andre one, like Andre went at him when I'm not sure that dude was expecting the fight. In nope. Moment. He wasn't. His you gloves know? didn't come off till like Andre had landed three punches. Um, yeah, like it was sort of suckerish, if we're being honest about it. A lot of times these fights are agreed upon. That's the other part about it. They're so manufactured. Like, it was, it was just a terrible moment. It was a terrible moment in the game. Might not be the sole reason they lost. No, but it wasn't. Didn't give them a better chance. It was. A, it was a contributing factor because to that point, Carolina. I think the number was eight one in shots. Uh, shots on goal for Carolina. They had like a, a seven nothing edge in scoring chances in the period, and then it wasn't the same after that. And it wasn't the same after that. In part because for the next seven minutes. Andre couldn't play. He was he was one of their best players tonight until that point. He had four right. he had four shots on goal, eight total shot attempts, three hits. He should have had an assist on the Sebastian Ajo uh, d- redirect that he directed over the net. I mean, wide open goal he redirected it over over the net. But all these, like I'm trying real hard not to call people stupid, but. Yeah. All they can think about is Jordan Martinook shouldn't be on the top line. I ain't even arguing that he, that he should. I just think it's it right. really isn't a contributing factor to what happened tonight. They had yeah. their best players and- not not score. Aho tried to pass to Steven Lorenz uh on a 2 on 1 shorthanded rather than shoot the puck. I don't get that. Why would you ever pass to Steven Lawrence if you have a shot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I- I mean, listen, Martinuk had a goal on the blade of his Sure, he did. That it, it should have scored. So I don't think we can completely eliminate that from the conversation. But but he wasn't you know, the only one, is my point. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Not the only one. Tavo Teravainen had a goal on his stick, too, and he had a bad first touch, and he fumbled the puck. Uh, Ajo yeah. makes a silly pass. Ajo had the... No, nobody had more of a goal on a stick than than Sebastian Ajo uh, on the top of the crease, and Andre passes in the puck right in front, uh, and he just he yeah. directed high. I mean, that's the easiest. That should have been the easiest goal of the year. So right. I, I'm like, 
we're, we're just we're mad at the wrong things, and that's my point. Um, yeah, we we should be like this team played a good game tonight and deserved to win. Didn't you know that was a good? They played fine. The power play looked great. Didn't score. Philip Grubauer yeah. was was awesome tonight. Just like Carter Hart won that game for Philadelphia, which seems like a month ago now. Um, you know they ran into a very good goaltender tonight. Uh, and Carolina was their own worst enemy. And the other part is that Jacob Slavin gave the puck away again. Yeah, yeah. The lazy pass up the wall, intercepted, and you know, a nice play by them. Probably probably a little screen. Slavin trying to recover on the play. Might have caused a little screen for Freddie. And oh, no, it was Natchez. Nice shot. Oh, yeah. was it Natchez? Natchez skating across in front of him, yeah. No, but I think I think Slavin um, was marking uh, was marking Johansson. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't in front. It was Natchez who was who was down right in front of Freddie. He skated across the the uh, the front of the goal, right as the shot was yeah. coming. Yeah, I mean, it just I, I thought I thought Slavin had kind of gotten himself sort of in front of uh, Johansson a little bit too, but I could be wrong. Well, he might have, he might have, but, but, but I think but, for Freddie the problem was Natchez. Yeah, yeah. Either either way, either way, you know, Slavin made another lazy pass up the wall, and or you know, lazy clearing attempt, and it turned into a goal. And listen, man, I'm I'm not gonna lie. You know, I like frankly, when Fetch went out after the the stupid fight, I was like, you know, I hope they lose. I hope they lose. Because maybe they'll learn a lesson from it all. Uh, they don't deserve to win after doing something that stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's funny, too, because people are, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, people are so, they, they, they claim to be all about winning. You know, they, they want to win. We should be doing everything we're supposed to do to win. But then they are willing to lose in the name of dumb stuff like that, in the name stuff of, in the name of code, you know, it always blows my mind, whether it's football or whether it's baseball and, and, you know, throwing at people or fighting in hockey, like they're willing to lose in the name of code. Like it's an amazing thing to me. I don't understand it, but (laughs) it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, Maniscalco had it right on the Svetch fight. Like, you, that's not what you want. Uh, I think right. I rarely disagree with Trip, but I could not disagree with that more. Uh, time and place, man. Uh, uh, it, trip? F- yeah. First period? Trip yeah, first period, I can get with it. It's fine, whatever. Third period to 1-1 hockey game? Nah, no good. No good, uh, yeah, no yeah. good for me. Yeah, 100%. First period, no, no problem, really. Yeah. I mean, no problem, but... You, you can't do it in the third period. All right. You know? so, so now, Alec Campbell, 11 games. The entire month of November plus the last game in October. Andrei Svechnikov, no goals. Jordan Stahl, yeah. no goals. Jesper Foss. That's the other thing, too. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, with that. Like, if you're going and you're scoring and it's not like Andre is not, not contributing because he has – um, eight assists on some goals. Yeah, he's eight assists in that stretch, and I think he's played well, so I'm not even complaining. But he has no goals. Yeah. 
uh, and Stahl has right. none, and Faust is goal-free in the last eight. So that line now has 30 combined games without a goal. Yeah, I mean, I guess my point is just, you know, if you, if, if, you know, you better make sure your P's and Q's, you know, your your P's are dotted and your I's are crossed <laughs> if you're going to go out on a limb to do what Fetch did tonight. Yeah. You know, like, it makes it a little harder to take when you haven't scored a goal in 11, day, in 11 games. Yeah. Uh, Tavo Teravainen. But, yeah, they, they've got, but they've got guys, yeah, I mean, Nino, Teravainen, Trocheck scored five goals. Yeah, Scott scored five goals in their first ten games, and he's got what now eight, eight without a goal, eight without a goal. Six. Turbo is seven. Nino is his last six. Trocheck has one goal in his last eight. Um, yeah. So right now the goals are coming from Aho Jarvis. Although I think Aho is now three without a goal. Jarvis. Um, might not yeah. be three, but uh, Brendan Smith has two goals yeah. in his last three games. You know, Tony D'Angelo has a goal, but Carolina hasn't scored a lot of goals. Last 11 games, no. two or fewer yeah. in yeah. seven of their last seven 11. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the goal scoring is, has gone away, really. Yeah, and, and, and part of that is bad luck. Part of that's some, some bad yeah. luck. Um, re- remember when pucks were bouncing off of the other team and going in. Yeah, yeah. That's not happening anymore. Right. It's easier to score when you're using the other team as, you know, you know, as like a, right. as, as a bumper. Right. I mean, I think the, I think the good thing is, is that they're still getting chances. Like yeah. tonight they had a lot of great chances. They, they led in high danger chances. Um, you know, Nino Niederreiter had four himself, I think. Yep. He did. He was score. he was all around the front of the net, just didn't score. Yeah. So, and you know, that's the way that Rod's going to look at it too. He's he's going to say, "Hey, we're creating the chances. Guys yeah. are in the right place to score. It's a matter of scoring. And eventually, you keep doing that, the goals are going to come. You know. So, and and you know, this one I think was a, a little bit of a tougher one to take because, you know, the the, the Philly game coming up, I think, was the one where it kind of felt like it was going to be a little dicey. You know, if they lose the game in Philly against a good team, now Philly's coming off a loss, too, they lost to Florida tonight. Yeah. You're flying across country. You're playing an afternoon game on Friday. The recovery time isn't necessarily there. That You could kind of understand the loss a little bit more as opposed to here's the Kraken who are coming off a win over Washington, but lost six games in a row before that are at the bottom of their division. They can't score goals, and they give up – well, I mean, I guess they're middle of the league kind of scoring goals, but they give up the most goals in the league. And, you know, they're, they're, they they're frankly have not been very good lately. So this is one I feel like if you're going to – you know, again, the road trip, they've got seven – they've got seven out of a possible ten points. We talked about it last game. They basically solidified the number of points they need to get. But it would have been nice to get at least a point out of this one. Right. And then take take your beating in Philly, if, that, if that's the way it's going to go. Well, here's uh, the thing about Philly. Philly actually is not playing well. I think Carolina is going to go there and beat them. Um, and the, the weird thing, having uh, kind of dug into it today, Seattle 
gives up the fewest shots on goal. This has all been about goaltending for them. Yeah. It has been entirely about goaltending. Grubauer and Dreger also has not been good. But Grubauer was great against Washington, made 37 saves. And he was excellent again tonight, where he made 34 saves. Uh, Carolina basically yeah. had, had 10 more shots on goal than Seattle averages allowing. So Carolina was the better team tonight, got nothing out of it. You know, they, they just they just couldn't find just couldn't find the mark shooting the puck. And the you know, the one mistake cost them the second goal. The first the first goal was a power play goal. Yeah, and we could all yeah. debate all day long whether or not maybe maybe Freddie could have had that one. I don't know. But good shot. Looked like he beat yeah. him what, just over the blocker? Yeah. Nah, I, but I mean, unless it's, it's egregious for me on a power play, like I don't, I don't really fault him. I'm not, I'm not faulting him. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I know that people, you know, will will say, well, Freddie could have handled. Hey, you could get a lot of them. You could well, get breakaways too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Ultimately, I mean, you could say the same thing about Grubauer on the Brendan Smith goal, like. My, well, there, there are people out there. Like my cousin is one of these people. He, every goal that's let in is the goalie's fault. Because it's like, the, the, the goalie's there. He's supposed to stop the puck. He didn't stop the puck. I'm like, okay, well, what what happens when we score on other teams then? <laughs> I mean, they just don't stop them all. It's just because, you know. Uh, all right. Yeah, he texts me. Every, every single time the Hurricanes give up a goal, he texts me. Well, at least he's a fan. We have a lot of fans on Twitter. Yeah. I'm going to have to answer some... Uh, do you want to answer a couple of Twitter questions? Sure. No, you don't. Let's see. You're right. I don't, but I will. Let's see. I want to get a good one. I want to get a good one here because people are so great. I was called a soft reporter. Uh, <laughs> I called selfish. I, I called Svetch selfish and stupid for the penalty. I didn't call him. I said it was a selfish and stupid penalty to take. Uh, and yeah. Matt says the only selfish and stupid thing that took place was you typing this controversial tweet to try and get more clicks. People don't really know what this. People don't know how this works. Click. Man, I love it. I lo- my favorite. One of my favorite things is poorly used um, buzzwords, like or 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 buzz phrases, or like misused uh, things like that, like. People misuse cancel culture all the time when nothing's getting canceled. People misuse getting clicks all the time, like on Twitter. Uh, I love that. It's like a misname for me. It just brings me joy. <laughs> oh man, I don't care. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going through this anymore. That's because that, that's because that's the people are such meatheads. Yes. When it comes to this, that they get they get so wrapped up in. Fight, fight, fight! You know, like you're meathead. You're straight up meathead. If you just if you just derive that much enjoyment out of it, I, I, like that's it's, it's the same thing as like wrecks and racing. Like I'm not saying you know they aren't you know intriguing, but why why is that the thing? Why are you here for that? This is what people are what here for. What about the rest of it? <sighs> like, 
just be, be a little smarter, you know? Like, All right, there's more, so much to the game to enjoy. I want to get to something more important. Okay. When do you start cooking tomorrow? Today, for people listening uh, in the morning, because it is the morning already. It's almost 2 o'clock. Um, well, I mean, we're not, we're not doing a turkey. Oh, what are so, you doing? I've got a, like a two and a half pound bone in ribeye oh. that I'm going to reverse here and cook. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of out on turkey on Thanksgiving. Like, not that I don't like, I don't just, you know, that I dislike turkey. Right. But, uh, like, it just, it feels so, I don't know, it feels so normal to me. I don't, I don't know. Were you surprised? I just, uh, Were you surprised when Rod said he lo- he loves the food? No, I wasn't because you can do a perfectly healthy Thanksgiving meal if you want to. No, like, you can't. Turkey's pretty healthy. Yeah, you can. <laughs> turkey's pretty good for you. Like of the of the of the meat, you know, it's, it's one of the leaner ones. Um, yeah, but know, everything that goes with it isn't. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. You can you can do mashed potatoes and you can do green beans. Doesn't have to be green bean casserole, which I also think is overrated. No, it's not overrated. But it's done right. It's, uh, it's stuffing. I, if I never had it, and if sweet, I never had it again, I wouldn't be upset. Sweet potato casserole? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't care about that either. Although we are doing uh, we are doing twice baked sweet potatoes tomorrow. Twice We're baked sweet do, potatoes. Yeah, okay. we're going to do twice-baked sweet potatoes. I'll probably roast off some some kind of vegetable, maybe some broccoli and cauliflower, and do the do the ribeye um, and call it a night. Like, I was supposed to get a turkey from work because our our company right. gives us turkeys every year. Yes, I never I never get them. I get them just because they're free. Right. And I'm like, why not? I might as well, I might as well get it. So I was going to brine a turkey and roast it. Did it? Did that a couple of years ago. It was really good. Um, and was going last year and this year though. I guess because of the pandemic, they could whatever. It doesn't matter. They didn't. They didn't end up giving us turkeys this year, but they did give us a gift card, and that's what I used to buy the ribeye with. They gave us a gift um, card. And if you signed up for the turkey, oh man, if you didn't. <laughs> If you didn't get the turkey, they sent you a gift card in lieu of that. How like, sorry, was, we couldn't get. How much was like the gift card? Bucks. Oh man, twenty-five I bucks. Used at Har- <laughs> yeah, at Harris Cedar. Yeah. Oh, so damn it. So you know, and and actually, like for me, like the only reason I would have roasted the turkey is because it was free. Gotcha. And but since it's not, it actually works out better because it'll just be an easier day. Like this is this is kind of a hellacious couple of days for me, man. I, I like understand. with these games and you know Friday, I'm in, you know I'll be in there all day Friday um, at work. Some will be working tomorrow too. So frankly, I didn't really want to have to do the whole thing. Um, so I'm kind of glad we're doing it the way we're doing it. Now I do understand that like a lot of people do gatherings, you know, large large groups of people. So the right. turkey worked out well. I, I understand it in that setting. You know, I don't dislike the food on Thanksgiving. I, I think it's mostly overrated, though. I, th- I think uh, that the hangout is more what I'm here for on Thanksgiving. Like, I like yeah. 
if I've got the time to chill, drink some beers, watch some football, you know, maybe go outside, throw some throw some bags, get around a fire, oh, man. type thing. We're gonna play. We're gonna have, yeah. we're gonna play euchre for three hours tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, play euchre for, for hours on end. Like that's what I'm here. Be in my sweat. You know, that's the other thing. <laughs> I'm not. I don't love. I don't love necessarily the the itinerary Thanksgiving. I don't need an itinerary. I don't want to have to like get dressed and be at your house oh. by a certain time. And here's when dinner is, and this and that. Like the way I grew up was, hey man, we're gonna hang out. The food will be ready at some point. Yeah. You know, there's there's usually stuff to graze on. There's usually what I call a picking ham. You know, like a oh, honey glaze, nice. like spiral ham that's just kind of out that you just, you know, every time you pass, you, you grab some off of it and eat a little bit. You know, maybe maybe it's something else around. Um, and you just, you just kind of graze until the meal's ready. And when the meal's ready, you eat. And then that's kind of what it is. Like, there's no schedule. There's no itinerary. I'm not getting dressed. I might not, you know, I might be practicing for hygiene that day. I may not even shower. I don't know. I don't blame you for not showering if you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, my practice yeah, wife's yeah. family, uh, everybody dressed, man. My 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 former father-in-law uh, and everybody else wore a shirt and tie. I showed up. Yeah. At, I showed up for our first Thanksgiving. By the way, I got I got food poisoning before Thanksgiving, so I didn't even participate. And it's a good thing because I would have been the only uh, only Jew at the table, uh, not wearing a shirt and tie. <laughs> Everybody was in a jacket and tie. Yeah, see, that's even going. Are you kidding me? Really far. It's freaking Thanksgiving. Yeah. I had, yeah. Yeah, we used to eat I, my, Thanksgiving my dinner like with grass stains on our on our pants because we were playing football all day. Right, right, exactly, exactly, and that's the way I think it should be. The last few girlfriends and my wife now too that I've had, like the, the even the football watching isn't like a normal thing. Like I would have to you know throw on a sweater and be at the house by a certain time, and you know it's like we're not watching the, we're not watching the game. Like we're not, we're not just sitting around in our, in our sweat. If I want to scratch on Thanksgiving, I mean, I want to scratch. Like, yeah. And I don't, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm probably going to drink too many drinks. Like, don't (laughs) judge me. (laughs) You know, it's the perfect holiday. It's not a, there's nothing that should get in the way of this holiday and fun. It is. It's the best holiday. Like I talked to Felder about this today. Michael Felder from from Stadium. He has a very strong stance on Thanksgiving. Why it's better than Christmas, and I one hundred percent agree with him. That it, and, and again, it's because it's it's all the things in his words, all the things that Christmas purports itself to be, but isn't. You know, it's about the hangout. It's about the food, the fellowship. It's about the family and the friends. And, you know, having a meal together, that type of thing. Like, and that's really all you need. That's all I need. You know, I don't need anything else. I, I don't need a, this isn't, uh, this isn't formal. You know, I don't need, a, I don't need this to be formal. I'm, I agree completely. I, I agree yeah. so much. I'm, uh, I have to end this. I'm not even going to, uh, I'm not even going to add, um, 
Andrei Svechnikov saying he shouldn't have taken the penalty or Rod Brindamore saying, I think we played a good game, we just couldn't score. I'm not even going to put those in the podcast because everybody knows those to be true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do want to wish everybody who listens to the pod a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, they're mad now, though. Eh, you know, they're allowed to be mad. You know, people are allowed to be mad. I feel like right. we're all we're all entitled to our emotions. We're all entitled to our opinions here, just as long as we can get along afterwards. You know, like let's not let things fester. Let's let's allow people to have their thoughts and opinions, yeah. and you know, be cordial and adult about it. We all we all look at things differently. You don't agree with my fight take? That's cool. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. You shouldn't lose sleep over mine. Like, well, I'll be okay, right? But let's just speak cordially and have a nice discussion about it. That's all. All right, final thing. Final thing. This this goes back to Twitter. You know the uh, the Rod Brindamore super fan, Jessica, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, because Rod is getting blamed for putting Martinuk on the top line, and Jessica, twenty-eight minutes ago, where this is—it's actually now after two. That's that is a criminal act. I have to let you go. Uh, you stupid bleeping people, leave Roddy out of this! I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I love, uh, I love every second of that. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving Dude, to pe- you. Do people think that this is just going to be a thing from now on? The, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, it, it's not like the games are blowing people out. They're you know? not. They're, like, they, lost, they lost the last two games now. They scored one goal in each of their last two games. We mentioned they've, they have scored two or less in seven of their last 11 games. Like, it ha- I mean, even from the beginning of the season, we've been talking about it. They have not necessarily gotten the juice nope. out of the squeeze so far yet. They haven't. And by so, the way, um, it, you know, it even for, from my preview, I wrote in the preview, my stat of the, uh, my stat of the day, still only Brendan Smith, He's the only player on the roster who has ever scored a goal against the Kraken. We should have seen this coming. Yeah. yeah. And he's also on pace to score every goal he scores for the Hurricanes this year uh, on a slap shot from the blue line. <laughs> that was a hell of a pass from D'Angelo, by the way. It was. It was special. <laughs> Uh, all right. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Mayor and uh, and Trip. Yeah, man. Uh, reverse sear your ribeye, my friend. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family as well, and happy Thanksgiving to all the people out there. We appreciate you very much. Um, so have a good day. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid. Put your hands in your pants. <laughs> don't don't conform to these itineraries. You know, wear your sweats. Have a good time. All right, it's time to go. I love all you people. It doesn't matter if I think you're wrong or if you think I'm wrong. It's okay, but I'm right. Anyway, have a happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Uh, We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, for instance, if you have drafty windows, uh, if you need a new roof, uh, if siding needs to be repaired, or even that, some of that other stuff, the little stuff, the fascia, the soffit, all of that, 
AluminumCompany.com online, free no obligation estimate. So have a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy football. We'll be back at this Friday. Uh, tell you right now, Carolina's going to go to Philly and win that game. Uh, play the same game they played tonight. They win it. Follow the Canes Corner podcast wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating. Tell me how much you hate Jordan Martinook on the top line. And I will tell you, I don't like it either. But it ain't why they lost. So you can follow the Canes Corner podcast wherever you get your podcast. And then uh, we'll do this again. We do it after every game. And we'll do it again after Friday's game. Good night. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsband.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.